What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. Welcome back, team. I am so excited to have you all here. I am with my good friend, Les, and we are going to dive into fuel of all types today. Fuel of all types. (laughs) What does that mean, Les? You know Letting people know how you fuel your body, how you fuel your mind. We could talk about other types of fuel if you're so inspired. Talk about your car, like whatever you want to get into today. I love it. I love that the topic is fuel because I always call, I always say food is fuel. Yeah. So that's how I, when I reference, you know, what I'm eating, nutrition in any way, shape or form, I always come from the, the viewpoint of fueling my body. Yeah. Um, so that works perfect for me. But where do we even start? That's where do you want to start? Yeah. Have you always viewed food as fuel? I have not always, but my mother has. I mean, I grew up in a household where my mom was super conscious about what we ate, what we put into our bodies. Um, Like I grew up and there was not a lot of sugar in my household. Mm -hmm. My mom, you know, every single meal was made. I am very fortunate. When I look back now, um, I'm fortunate for how much energy, time, and effort that my mom put into taking care of us in that way. Um, And I think for me, like back in the day, it's hilarious because, and I always tell people these stories, I'm like, I was the girl, one, I had to make all my lunches. They're all handmade. Um, I, every single day, and I don't know where my mom got this, but we had to eat vegetables and the only one she could get us to eat was carrots. So Mm -hmm. we had to bring like baby carrots in our lunch every day. And why, which is hilarious at um, Christmas, we were all talking about this. I was like, why none of us ever thought to throw those in the trash can? Like mom was not with us at school. Like why did we always think when we had to come back and our lunch had to be empty? Like why did we not think to throw them away? But I don't know. Good so kids. yeah, so not really, but in that department. <laughs> so from the very beginning, I've always had this. Um, I just I grew up with the importance of what you put in your body and how much it matters. Um, and I hated it back then because it was kind of like the differentiator. Yeah. You know, people were showing up with lunchables and bomb ass looking food. And I'm over here with some like, you know, bread that crumbles and like (laughs) almond butter on it and, you know, like homemade, you know, whatever. But now when I look back, I'm incredibly thankful. For sure. Amazing that you had exposure to that at a young age, because I think for so many people, it's kind of the opposite and they have to come to that as an adult. And it's a lot harder later in life. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) shout out to my mom. I don't know. She just always had it in her, you know, some of the ways that she wanted to raise us and what she wanted to do and what she viewed as important. And so I think from, yeah, from an early age, I just, I knew that as much as maybe I hated it, I Mm -hmm. knew that what I put into my body mattered. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that has definitely carried with me throughout my life. I mean, I, 
I'm I'm always conscious about what I put in my body, yeah. not in the sense of like I've never counted calories, I've mm-hmm. never paid attention to anything like that, but I'm conscious of what I put in my body because I know that it will directly have an effect on my body. And for me as an athlete and especially, you know, as a young girl and being serious about athletics, like my yeah. mom was very on me about what I was doing, you know, in mm-hmm. high school and like partying and this and that. A lot of it there was a halt to a lot of it because I was so conscious about how that would affect my body and my performance. Yeah. Um, and so I've always come from that mindset. Yeah. So for me, it's not, of course, you guys already know this. I sound like a broken record, but it's not about doing things that I can change the way that I look. Mm-hmm. It's about doing things so that I could perform my best or now so that I feel my best. Yeah, definitely. And I think that with that too, sometimes it can be easy for people to go into kind of an all or nothing mm-hmm. mindset where it's like, I love the food is fuel, really putting good things into our bodies. But then we also remember like our bodies aren't cars. And so for us as humans, like food is how we connect. Yes. Reminds us of family. It can be enjoyable and like reminding people that it's okay to also have space for enjoyment. And that's part of fueling yourself. Totally. And I actually, I appreciate that you're bringing that up, but I think for me, just being totally honest, like I'm a very black or white person. Mm. Like just the way that I operate is like, all right, I set a goal. Let's go for it. And so I think it was probably going on uh, maybe three years ago, I cut alcohol out completely. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was more so just, I guess I just felt like I needed to be able to prove to myself that like, you know, I can do whatever I want to do and not party and take things serious. But it was a learning lesson for me. So I spent, I did 13 months sober. (laughs) And I always, I'm like, I tell people it was the most boring 13 months of my (laughs) life. And not in the sense of like, and if you don't drink, that's awesome, more power to you. But for me, what I realized was, I need to be able to be more comfortable in the gray areas. Yeah. And what that meant was trusting myself mm-hmm. and knowing that if I wanted to go out and have a good time, that it didn't mean that like my life was falling apart. Or if I wanted to go to a happy hour and have a glass of wine, like it didn't mean that I needed to have 10. And so it was a really big learning year for me yeah. in um, trusting myself mm-hmm. and being okay with being more flexible with where the boundaries were. And I think that was like, that was a big one for me. Um, But I also always say, set yourself up for success. I know myself really well. Mm -hmm. If I go to the store and I buy a bag of cookies, I am going to eat the whole bag. Like I just don't have a lot of self-control in that way. Mm -hmm. And so I'll do things, like if I wanted some ice cream, like I'll buy the the more single serving Mm -hmm. size ones. And it's not like, I'm not like trying to deprive myself of anything. Mm -hmm. I just know myself. I'm going to feel like shit if I eat a carton of ice cream. So instead of doing that, I do what, you know, I can handle. So like you get best of both worlds. You get to enjoy what you want and also not overdo it and make yourself sick. And I think that brings up a really important point of like the relationship that we have with food Mm -hmm. is really, really important. And it's hard to describe, but I remember back in the day, whenever I was trying to talk to my clients about like food, I always try to say coming from a perspective of instead of being negative and restricting about how about we work on just like adding things, right? So how about having a positive mindset as we approach that and just add things? Can you add more hydration in your day? Can Mm -hmm. you add more greens? Can you like, where can we add things instead of trying to restrict things? And I think that the more that you do that and the healthier you feel and the better you feel, the more you're apt, you almost get rewarded by feeling better. So the more you're apt to make those decisions. But the negative energy and the negative mindset around, you know, food being quote unquote bad Mm -hmm. is just bad in all ways, shapes and forms. Because 
it's not bad, mm-hmm. you know, do you and do what you want. And the negative energy around things when you're putting it into your system mm-hmm. is uh, honestly, sometimes I feel like more harmful than the thing that you're putting in your system. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. I feel like, and I'm not going to remember or like cite this correctly, but I feel like I remember reading articles along those lines where there's been research done about that, Mm -hmm. where the more people kind of stress over a food choice or over something like that, like the more harm it is than, or it's more harmful than actually consuming whatever it is they're worried about. Oh, totally. But that's it. It's, it's factual. Like there is a whole study done on the apple that you talk positively to and the Mm -hmm. apple that you talk negatively to. Like energy is very real as much as we want to say it's woo woo, but like, it's very, very real. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's why I always tell people, I'm like the things that you're saying to yourself, even though they're quiet and they're not coming out of your mouth, like you're body's paying attention yep, to that. So totally. if you're looking at a cookie and you're you're thinking about all the guilt or like how bad you're going to feel or how many calories or whatever other negative thing, you just put all that negative energy into the cookie and then consumed it. And mm-hmm. now your body consumed that negative ball, like mm-hmm. way worse than just the actual, just eat the damn cookie, yeah. like eat the cookie and move on with your life. Yep. And I think that's something where I definitely try to stress having a more positive outlook. Yeah. Um, but I also think, you know, we fueling our body in a certain way, food comes, we go to food for a lot of different reasons. You know, we fuel, it's also comfort. Um, Like you were saying, like it's community. I think there's a lot of other things that come into how we eat, the way we can eat. It's access to certain things. Um, So I'm always, I always try to be very conscious when I talk about food and just Mm -hmm. knowing that we're all coming from different backgrounds. Um, and just knowing that if you can have a more positive mindset with what we're putting into our body and just being conscious about what you're putting in, um, that's already going to be a game changer. Oh my gosh, totally. And I would love to kind of take that or on that note, also talk about how we fuel our minds because I think mm-hmm. this is a perfect segue. Kind of the same thought process that you shared around kind of putting negative energy into the food we eat. Also putting negative energy into our thoughts mm-hmm. and how we consume mm-hmm. far more thoughts than we do food mm-hmm. each day. And how we consume those things has a way bigger effect on how we feel mentally, physically, emotionally. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, so this is always a work in progress for me. I think I have grown up being a negative self-talker, especially in performance when, um, everything is on the line and it's very obvious whether you did quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. Um, and so I developed a lot of habit habits around negative self-talk and being constantly critical, um, about myself and in, Basically, in short, it's the reason why I never went anywhere in my athletic career after college is because I was just so negative towards myself and that headspace, I could never get out of it. But one of the things that I've learned over time is negative self-talk is never going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be there, but it's what I do with it. And so um, I really taught myself not to sit in that space, Mm -hmm. but to quickly erase it with a positive Mm self-talk or just to like let it come in and let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's something where I'm like, it's not realistic to act like you're never going to talk negatively or have something critical about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But it's whether or not you sit in that and it's how long you sit in that that matters. And I think that's where again, your body's always listening. And I try to, if I have some type of a negative thought, I really quickly try to turn that around and push it out. So, um, but again, being realistic with all of that, we're never going to be in this perfect space of how we live our life and how we treat our body and how we talk to ourselves. Um, but it's being aware of it 
and, you know, utilizing tools to move through it and past it. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I actually love what you said about if you do have a negative thought, let it come, whatever, and let it go. Like don't sit in it. I think it can be so easy to like repeat those things or to create these stories in our head and repeat them to ourselves to the point where they become real because mm-hmm. we like live in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I think it's really important to along those lines, but I think it's important to constantly like take a step back and look at the bigger picture. I know. So for me right now, I'm going through a lot of my own, um, like self struggles just simply because work is so crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I spent all summer training a client, um, and I was with him 24 seven and it was an amazing experience, but it was very time consuming. It literally took not only the amount of time that I trained him within the day, but I was with him the entire day. So, yeah. um, so he was a basketball player. So mm-hmm. I did the strength and there was the skills and there was everything. And I just realized, and I cared so much about being, you know, like him and taking care of him that summer that like all my energy went to that. So then I came back this summer um, and I just felt like so out of shape. And I was so critical on myself about not being able to be where I was like months before that. And what I had to realize was I had to like take this step back and be like, I am so happy right now though. Like I am as a human being, I am so happy with my life and where mm-hmm. things are at and being able to train if NBA player as a female and oh an amazing. NBA champion, yeah. like he had just won. Like those are those moments where I, that was how I changed that self-talk yeah. of like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. girl, you have worked for this your entire life. You're in a space right now that you have dreamed about your entire life. And what you want to talk about is you are not as in shape as you were three months ago. Like, okay, yeah. no, yeah. we're done with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think what's important is being really real with yourself. And if you can't be real with yourself, I have a handful of people that will be real with me as well Mm -hmm. um, to help check me. But just knowing that 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 negativity is going to be around a lot, but how quickly can you just get rid of it and shift your perspective? And sometimes that takes taking a step outside of yourself to be able to kind of like get yourself in order and check yourself. And I think that's important. Totally. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you like to do to – Maybe not check yourself isn't like the right part of my question, but to keep a healthy mindset and to kind of get yourself back in the game when you have those moments. I mean, moving is – so it always goes back to moving for me Mm because it just puts everything into perspective for me. And just to be ultimately so grateful to be in this body and to be able to have, you know, the ability to do what I want to do and just like constantly reminding myself movement is that space that I get to check myself. Mm -hmm. It always is. I mean, I could do a lot better having like, you know, mental spaces that I go to, you know, I'm trying to work on meditating, but my form of that is just, you know, I don't actually meditate, but just like turning (laughs) things off is my form of meditation right now. But there's a lot of other ways that I would love to work on checking myself. But for me right now, the one that I can go to no matter what is just movement and Mm -hmm. just checking in. And it's where all my thoughts happen anyways. It's where I can, you know, get real with myself and have those like that reality check happens when I'm moving. And so um, it's just like when I'm my clearest. So it's my go-to. Yeah, that's so good. That's how you get to those clear thoughts. Amen. Yeah. Something else that I've been thinking a lot about along the same lines is like consumption, looking at the things that we consume, whether it's like 
the TV shows we watch or the books we read or the music we listen to or the podcasts we listen to. I mean, obviously, our listeners here are consuming mm-hmm. great things because they're listening to this yeah. show. Um, have you ever noticed when, like, things that you're consuming in that aspect, how they affect you? Okay, this is so weird that you're saying this. I promise everybody listening, Les and I did not have this conversation before. <laughs> but it's so fascinating that you're saying this right now. So I'm obsessed with rap. I'm obsessed with music in general. I just yeah. love music. Yeah. Um, and I'm an R&B girl and a rap girl, depending on which mood, which mood I'm in. And I we've had dialogues about relationships before. Mm-hmm. And I've had – I have a lot of my own issues around – um, romantic relationships and just kind of like my viewpoint of things and how I come into it as a female and and lots of different things for a different podcast. But it it's very fascinating. The other day it hit me. I was like, I am constantly consuming mm-hmm. this music that talks about women in the most degrading way ever. And I'm literally singing along with it. Yeah. And when we talk about my body receiving yeah. information, I'm actually saying it out loud. Mm. Like it doesn't decipher between it being a song or not. Like, yeah. and so for me, it's so fascinating that you brought this up because yeah. I had this whole like mindset shift about like, what the fuck are you listening to right yeah. now? Like you listen to this 24 seven, you have somebody in your head. Most of the time it's a, a male mm-hmm. in your head talking to you about their viewpoint about women. And you're out here already trying to come combat that within yourself. And you're trying to heal within yourself. And then this is what you're listening to 24 seven. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. We are moving on from that. And mm-hmm. so it's fascinating that you were saying that, but I think the point of all that for me was really fascinating of like, it is constantly coming at us in all angles. Yeah. Like something that I took as like my outlet. Music is like my outlet. I yeah. just go and put my headphones on. I just listen to music. And um, and so just it made me really hyper aware, you know, being aware of the things that we watch. I don't watch a lot of TV, but like even things that we watch. And mm-hmm. so for me, um, yeah, being aware is a first step. And now I got to work on like go back to my Anthony Hamilton and my <laughs> Shaw Day. Like, I was like, wow, I needed a reality check there. Yeah. But your body's always listening. It goes back oh. to that and paying attention to, you know, what it's being fed. Yeah. Ooh, that's like, that's a breakthrough. It was a, that was a big breakthrough yeah. for me, especially because, and again, this is like for a different podcast, but I'm going through my own things of like, being like in relationships, like what I bring and how I'm viewed and what that means. And I think that that was like one for me where I'm already fighting that on my own. So then to have this other thing that was like co-signing all the things that I'm fighting against um, was, yeah, just what, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. That's an amazing realization. Yeah, it was crazy. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for pulling that out of me. Les, just out here, just... (laughs) constantly pulling things that I think I'm like I am a I'm a reserved person but with less clearly I'm not so I appreciate you <laughs> just ask the right questions yeah. yeah thank you but I've had very similar I mean I have a very similar taste in music and I've had very <laughs> similar realizations where I'm like oh girl what you doing mm. what are you you wouldn't like somebody on the street saying mm-hmm. this to you so why is it okay if somebody says it to you in your headphones seriously though <laughs> seriously though and like that, I mean, I, and I'm somebody that I like a song. So then mm-hmm. I listen to it like 24 seven. I'm yep. like, I am listening to this shit, excuse my language, all day, every day. Yeah. And I am just absorbing it yeah. as if then it's okay. But I think that something for me is definitely like not only realizing it there, but realizing like with the people that you kick it with. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a space, I have a lot of male friends. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, that's the type of person I'm always, I've always had that. Yeah. And so being in a space of being okay to be like, 
yeah, so I don't really appreciate how you're talking about women yeah. or this isn't, you know, being able to speak up and check. Mm-hmm. Like I can do that with my, with my male friends, mm-hmm. but like, why am I not checking the music and the things that I'm listening to or the shows yeah. that I'm watching or yeah. you got to protect yourself. Totally. I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's not going anywhere. It's all going to be there. It's just whether or not we choose to consume it. Mm-hmm. Fuel. It's all yeah. part of fuel. Yeah. Going oh. back to the beginning. Oh my goodness. I mean, I feel like that's such a good takeaway just for anybody listening. If you feel like there's an area of your life that maybe you're kind of struggling with or patterns that you're repeating, like looking at what you're consuming, Mm -hmm. mind, body, and soul. Absolutely. And I think being able to look at it from all aspects, you know, it's not just the obvious things that we talk about, but like really down to like the music or the things that you are reading or just, that was another one though. When we talk about um, like going through our social media, Mm -hmm. I now follow, I try to follow um, accounts. Most of them don't have anything to do with fitness. They're all um, from all these different areas in different communities so that I'm receiving, you know, if you're receiving social media 24 seven, like making sure that I'm receiving um, things from around the world and all these different perspectives, but it all matters receive the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I almost, I mean, nutrition is so important, but I almost think that being cognizant of what we're consuming in those other areas is even more important. Oh my gosh. Well, yes, I could not agree more, but that's why I'm, I always find it Hilarious is not the right word, but I'm just going to put my mom on blast. But it's so <laughs> – my mom is so – and I love her for this, but she's so out there with the things that she, like, chooses to put her energy towards, like, yeah. what's going to affect us. Like, yeah. I didn't even know – I may sound like an idiot right now. I didn't even know 5G was a thing. Like, it's coming and it's all going to, oh, like, yeah. affect us, like, negatively. Yeah. And so my mom was, like, consumed all in that. EMFs yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, yes. And, like – I'm saying this out of love, but like there's also, so you can get focused on all those things Mm -hmm. or you can just choose to focus on some of the most basic, simple things. Like, yes, mom, that's going to affect you. But my my, like thing to her was like, but how much are you doing all the things that you can do to just take care of yourself? There's a lot of things that are out of our control. You know what I mean? But there's simple things that we can do just to protect ourselves. Like you can move, you can be conscious about what you put in your body to a certain extent, about what you listen to, about what you watch, about who you're in relationships with. Like, we can get caught up in all of the things or we can just choose to kind of try and keep it simple and do the doable and the manageable. Yes. Ugh. Control but mom, I love you. Control. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> She's onto something, but yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. But yeah, that's such a good like takeaway in terms of controlling what you can mm-hmm. control. Yeah. And not in the sense of like being overly controlling because then especially when it comes to food, that can be its own issue. Yeah, absolutely. But I think within that, it's like, Maybe it's okay if you don't have access to organic everything all the time, but you're making the best choice you can in that moment. Totally. Or if you have to spend a lot of time on your phone and maybe that's not a great thing one day, like the next day you can spend a lot of time outside and moving and just making the best choice you can in whatever moment. Totally. I think that's huge. I do think it is really like we can get caught up in such – the world that's portrayed to us is so quote unquote perfect, Mm -hmm. right? Like – the thing is, is we can get caught up in th- caught up in that, or we can do exactly what you said, which is in this moment, what's the best choice that I can make for myself? Yep. Not what the world tells me, not what my friend told me, but like in this moment, what is the best choice that I can make for myself? Yep. And then you you do that and you stick with that and and you move on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. So something else that I would also love to talk about, just in terms of kind of mindset and what we consume and kind of the stories we tell ourselves. So I'm curious if you've ever had this experience, but I've caught myself doing this and I've also like caught friends doing this and kind of called them out on like, stop doing that, is 
not only do we sometimes get in these spaces where we create these like negative stories about ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we also create like overly positive stories about other people Mm. to kind of reinforce, (laughs) Mm. reinforce negative things about ourselves. Like I have a, a small example, which seems like a small example, but like is just something that people do. Like I met up with a friend recently. This is going to sound very LA. <laughs> but I noticed she had like a bruise on her face. And I was like, oh girl, are you okay? Like I thought she has a lot of pets. I was like, did you like get in a fight with your dog? Like what's going on? She was like, oh no, I just got injections. <laughs> so she had like a little bit of bruising. This is like a very LA story. Because she gets like under eye lines or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, you got like what injections did you get? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I have like bags under my eyes. But I'm sure you just like don't deal with that at all. And I was like, girl, what are you talking about? Do you know how much concealer I cake on every day? Like, what do you mean? But that was just an example of her creating this story of like, oh, she has this issue of like under eye, whatever. But no one else has that. Yeah. I must not have that. So she's walking around thinking everyone else has this amazing under eye area this is a small example but we do this that she doesn't have yeah and so she's literally like making herself feel bad by projecting something good onto other people that's honestly not even true yeah oh we do that all the time all the time i mean that's how it's how we were like literally programmed to live yeah but yeah i think the thing is I think it it all goes, one, it, again, it's how we live our life. It's what we're always going to do. But I think it just goes back to knowing yourself and being really comfortable and confident in just who you are. And I think I don't, again, mean to sound this overarching thing, but my always my reminder is I am more than my body. Mm-hmm. And so like when it comes to something like that, mm-hmm. it's always important for me to remember that at the end of the day, no matter what, like what I look like is the least most important thing about me. Yep. And I constantly have to remind myself that. So we will and can forever get caught up in somebody's always going to be what the media thinks is like beautiful, more beautiful, or this and that. And it's like, you're never, if that's what you think is important, if that's what you value, you're going to forever be caught up in that tunnel. And that's not, I think it's really, really important to find value in other things that you're doing and who you are as a human being and what you bring to this world and what your purpose is. And that's where for me, no matter what, like I don't look in the mirror and love every inch of, of who I am, but I value so I value myself so much more than what I'm staring back at. You know what I mean? It's like, I value what I'm doing in this world. I value my body for the ability that I can wake up every day and go move. Like there's just so many more things that are important. And I think, um, I think we need to be conscious of not putting our energy in those kind of, you know, minor, they're not minor, they're major. It's what the world tells us is important, especially Mm -hmm. as women. But Mm -hmm. I think just choosing not really to get caught up in that. Totally. But also, and no knock to your friend, but like, I think it's important that you watch the circles that you, you know, live in and that, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, because you can, you know, unfollow all you want on social media, but like, are you checking the crew that's around you? Because you are going to be, um, influenced by them in, in specific ways or encouraged or discouraged. And I think that that's where, nobody's strong enough just to be who they are all day, every damn day. Like we are influenced by people around us. And so hopefully you choose to be, you know, influenced positively by the people that are around you. And hopefully they're, you know, they're a good crew. Ooh, preach. Yeah. And I think as I get older, I'm learning that there's so much power in neutrality. So feeling neutral about where we're at, mm. feeling neutral about other people and not necessarily projecting good or bad onto other people, feeling neutral about ourselves and mm. like even the body conversation. Like I used to be so wrapped up in that. And then 
upset that I didn't like love everything about it. And I was like, if I focus on just being neutral, I actually feel so much better than even when I feel like I'm forcing myself to love X, Y, Z, just not even being so wrapped up in things being good or bad. Oh, I love that less. I don't know that I've heard a lot about the neutral, but I think that's like you stated something. I feel like you just put words to something that I'm always trying to kind of just achieve for myself or being like, it just is what it is yeah. and like being just okay with it. You yeah. know, again, going back to like me, a big one for me right now is just the fact that I don't feel good in my performance level and where I'm at. And so, but choosing, then I always try to bring it back to a positive and like try to choose something else to come back to it, but being neutral in it and just being like, it just is what it is, is probably even more healthy than anything right now. Um, I'm going to remember that. Thanks, woman. That's a good takeaway. Yeah. It's like one of those things that I've been thinking about a lot because I think obviously like loving ourselves, loving our bodies for what they do, whatever is great. But inevitably, kind of like what you're experiencing, that changes. Things fluctuate. Our performance level changes. Our So something that we just love about ourselves today could change tomorrow. So if we get so attached to like loving things, is that – always healthy too. No, you're kind of like giving me a breakthrough. I also, (laughs) I think that what happens when you're neutral to it is you're not attached to it at all, right? Like you have no, you're just not really affected by it. And I think that's probably one of the most healthiest ways that we can go about things, you know, like knowing that things are going to ebb and flow and, you know, seasons come and go, but not being so wrapped up into it negatively or positively and just allowing it to flow either way is the healthiest, you know, kind of relationship that we can have with whatever that thing may be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Less. These are things yes. I think about late at night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bring more of your late night less thoughts. Uh, that might be the new late night less. Okay. <laughs> that's a whole different that's, podcast, yeah, that's people. Like, oh, but oh, oh my gosh. God, I feel like that wrapped up our fuel and late night less yeah. brought it all together. I appreciate you though. I appreciate those conversations. And I think that that's like, again, these are the things that matter. Like, are you surrounding yourself with people that broaden your horizons right there in that whatever five seconds, a light bulb just went off with me. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And hopefully with some of you guys that are listening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kaisa. Thank you, Les. Obviously always having such a great conversation. I always have so much fun with you. You always get me to talk about things that I never think I would talk about. So thank you. And we appreciate you all for tuning in. So thank you so much for listening to us today. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the Kaisa Fit Podcast. And a major thank you to my girl Les from Balanced Black Girl Podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com and if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is new and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.